Hi guys, and welcome back to Double Trouble. This is Tess. And this is Chloe. I learned my name since the last episode, guys. Hi! How y'all doing? Fucking living la vida loca in this bitch. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw um, a tweet yesterday that was that Jane Lynch meme where it's like, I'm going to something that is so something. Mm-hmm. And it was like Ricky Martin in 2000 whatever. And he was like, I'm going to create a, a vida that is so loca. I did! <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. Oh my God. That just reminded I saw me one the other day that was like completely fucking wild. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Those are my favorite memes on Twitter right now. Oh, well, I mean, I don't really have a Twitter, so I don't see them that often. Yeah, but I just God, that makes me so sad that I haven't seen a lot of the memes. R.I.P. In the arms of... So, do you want to, do we want to start how we always do by telling everyone what we did this weekend? Sure. What did you do? So, this past weekend was Thanksgiving. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I I do not have a significant other to spend the holidays with right now, so I spent a lot of time with my parents. I went over Thursday night and slept over, and then I slept over Friday as well, so spent Thanksgiving with the fam and helped my mom cook all day on Thursday Thanksgiving, which was cool. That was the pretty exciting part of my weekend. After that, I didn't really do much. Max, that is my ass, you motherfucker. That is my ass. Did he just claw your ass? He just fucking rubbed up against my ass. It was oh. so uncomfortable. Well, I'm different. sorry. I thought he clawed you. Um, I, either way, that is my son. Um, I can't remember what I did on Saturday. It must not have been that great. I, I yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, I, I decorated gingerbread houses. That's oh, what I did. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Did I do Saturday? Um, and... My gingerbread house was like a little camper, like a little trailer RV guy. Yeah, that was cute. So it wasn't the OG gingerbread house, but I like mine better. No, I really thought yours was super cute. Seriously, I really, I have never seen a gingerbread house like that before. It's be cute, huh? I think it's, yeah, no, I really do. They're going really like original this year. There's a whole bunch of other ones too. Cute. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, um, we got brunch and I went home and slept the rest of the day. Hell yeah, my dude. I be sleeping. I be sleeping. You know, people say, I be doing weird shit when I'm alone. You're like, I be sleeping. I'm like, I be sleeping That's when I'm alone. Fuck it. <laughs> That's the like, fuck I don't fucking do anything else. That's literally what I do. Um, it's the depression. Oof. One this large is oof, my depression. <laughs> Just when I thought it would get better, it had to come mm. right back. Now I'm taking a nap. This is my depression. Um, I'm done. <laughs> thank you for freestyles from Chloe and Tess. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, hit that bell. No, I'm just fucking kidding. Bell. Um, it's YouTube. There's a bell now? Yeah, for notifications. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Bitch! I've never heard anyone say hit the bell. Is that a new thing on YouTube? Um, it was like, I think people say it less now. But Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, n- I didn't, I never followed anyone on YouTube who said that. So that just like hit me, it hit different. <laughs> Did the bell hit? <laughs> yeah, it did. Hit the bell. Um, no, but I spent Thanksgiving with you and the fam, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I made pies. I made coconut cream pie, chocolate cream pie. And then I was supposed to make coconut cream pie with chocolate chips, but it ended up the fucking chocolate chips melted. So then it was chocolate coconut cream pie. So a fucking mouthful to say. I don't think you had any of it. I think no. the only person who ate any of it was Alistair. Mm. And he literally loves it. He like, Well, I mean, I wouldn't have not loved it. It's just that I already had the coconut cream. So I was like, well, am I going to put chocolate in this? No, yeah, I agree with you. But they were pretty good. Um, I don't, I didn't help with any cooking besides 
the pies. I mean, you brought pies. The only reason I help mom with cooking is because I don't bring anything. Yeah, yeah. And so. because I'm a loving daughter. Hi, mom. Um, yeah, so I spent Thanksgiving with y'all. And then Friday I worked. Saturday I also worked. Um, Capitalism. Bill, you whore. <laughs> Capitalism. Um, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. No, um, Everyone deserved a four-day weekend. I Shut down the banks. Shut down everything. Shut Let's occupy Wall Street. <laughs> I love you. I am anyway, running. I am running. <laughs> Good night to people who did not have Friday and Saturday off. Uh, <laughs> Good night. Sorry, that's a like fucking TikTok trend. Um, uh, me and Chloe cannot stop saying that shit lately. I read all of Good Night Moon to, in that accent. I'll probably post it on my TikTok one of these days. Now that I've said it on the podcast, it like has to happen. <laughs> <sighs> Hold Good myself night. accountable. <laughs> Good to night, followers. To, oh, on true. TikTok. They really need that. They're like uh, my my three followers, <laughs> <laughs> all three of them. But yeah, no. The, I mean, I literally, I Thanksgiving Thursday, Friday Saturday worked, brunch with you on Sunday, friend over on Sunday as well. Played Let's Go Evie. Love that game. I want to get it for myself. Um, I freaking love that game, though. It's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically what I did. Nice. Seriously. I Sounds straight like up a relaxing weekend. weekend. Yeah. I Besides think... the work. <laughs> Throw it out. Get rid of it. I don't want it here. True. Yes, but that's what I did. It's pretty casual. Anyways, pretty casual. Leading into our next topic. So... We're going to introduce our topic right now. Since we've done two true crimes, <laughs> alliteration, um, we are going to move on to something spooky because, like I said, I'll always be doing at least one spooky episode as often as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time we are going to be talking about Skinwalkers, which is a Navajo legend. I want to give you guys a heads up before we start. Um, this is a part of Navajo culture, so I do ask that you are respectful um, when you're researching or trying to, you know, get some more information on this, um, the Navajo people are not very open with um, the information surrounding it. Because, I mean, you remember the last time Native Americans were fucking open about anything. Mm-hmm. Hashtag colonizers. Oh. So moving forward with that, um, we're going to be discussing skinwalkers. They are a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. This terminology is never used for healers. Um, these are like dark arts practicers. They're evil. They're seen as evil. Mm-hmm. There's no... If you are a skinwalker, you're completely evil. That's black magic. That's voodoo. That's some like crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know? I don't want to say voodoo because there are good sides of voodoo. Yes. Um, Chloe's really into that kind of stuff. So I think this is a good topic for her because she really... I mean... I would say we're both pretty respectful of other cultures and we don't want to be disrespectful and talk about things that we're not knowledgeable in, but I would say this is a good topic for Chloe because she is into like, you know, the kind of witchy things and crystals and spirits and vibes and stuff like that. I mean, so. I, I literally charged my crystals yesterday and added them to the full moon and I'm yeah. cleansing them now. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I mean. I am open to, I'm not very religious when it comes to um people in sky but i am into rocks <laughs> she said people in sky cannot see crystal, crystal can touch face to face mm. uh love that science science rules <laughs> Bill, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> wait, wait, so wait. back to the start we gotta go back to skinwalkers like i was saying before they are evil they're not seen as good at all 
Um, in the Navajo language, this is how they're pronounced. I did Google this before. I know, I know, this is crazy. I'm, I'm going to try it. If I'm incorrect, I'm sorry, but I did Google multiple pronunciations. Um, it's yi nadloshi. Um, and hmm. that translates to by means of it, it goes on all fours. Um, yeah, like that I said. Many, those few syllables means that whole thing? Oh, man. Their language is so complex. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. I, it's me scratching my head. <laughs> Why say many words when few words do trick? That's from the office. So the yi naldoloshi is one of several varieties of skinwalkers in Navajo culture. They're a specific subcategory, but I it starts with an A. I tried to look up this subcategory. I could find nothing on it, no pronunciations. If anything, I would say it might be Antijni. Antijni. Um, like I said, I could not find any pronunciation of this online. So okay. they are a subcategory of that type, though. Um, like I said previously, the legend of skinwalkers isn't super well-known outside of Navajo culture because of their reluctance to share or discuss this topic with people that are outsiders, basically. So anyone who's mm-hmm. not kind of part of the culture isn't really informed about it. Like I said, they're seen as evil witches. Um, What they do is they perform twisted ceremonies and use magic in a way that, in a way that's like a perversion of the good works of medicine that people traditionally try and perform. Okay. So generally when someone is a healer, they try and learn about both the good and evil magic in the culture. Most can handle the responsibility, but supposedly Skinwalkers come about because they are people who learn about the good and bad and become corrupt and choose to become witches. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's kind of the evil aspect mm-hmm. um, that they're associated with. There are specific animals that are associated with skinwalkers, like coyotes. Um, it's usually a type of animal involving some sort of trickster personality, like a fox or a coyote, mm. things like that. However, there are so many other creatures too. Usually anything associated with death or bad omens. Crows. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Usually something associated with some type of negativity. Okay. They can also supposedly possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies by locking eyes with them. It's really well known that you, if you hear a skinwalker or you, you know, something. So How do you know if you hear a skinwalker? So skinwalkers supposedly will create large amounts of noise in like the dark of night and stuff like that oh. to try and lure you towards them. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. So, and, and on top of that, a lot of stories that I've read about this where people think they've had experiences with them. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I believe them. I believe in skinwalkers. Um, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I don't think you want to, but yeah, because they're pretty... I'm scared. That shit is honestly, I would say, that's probably one of the spookiest, like... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a cryptid, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it is one of the... Cryptids are like Sasquatch and um, Bigfoot and shit. Okay, there you go. So, yeah. You have to explain these things. Yeah, because sorry. I am who... No. Who? Snoop Dogg. (laughs) I love it. But so skinwalkers, so they'll make a lot of noise trying to distract you. There's actually, sometimes there'll be videos on Twitter that I can show you. No. Um, Yeah. So stuff like that. And people will literally comment like, don't go closer. That's clearly something trying to get your attention to cause you harm. Yeah. So if you go closer to a loud noise in the dark, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah. You're dumb. 
I mean, I, yeah. Those yeah. are the people that die first in the horror movies, you know that. Uh, I would like to say I wouldn't be the last one standing in a horror movie, but I definitely wouldn't be the first dead, so. I may be the first dead. Not because I'm dumb, I just, I'll, I'll fight a bitch. Okay. I, I straight up, I grab a knife from the block and I'm like, come out, motherfucker. No, but like in horror movies, that isn't the first person who dies, you know? Yeah, I guess so, it's just you would be like stupid mid. shit. Yeah, I'd be like halfway Midway through. through. I'd be like, fuck it, we got it. And everyone would be I like, don't be like, do that. I think I would be like the second or third person to die. That's valid. Yeah. I, I really don't, you know, I'm, I don't care. I'm just yeah. crazy. Probably just because I would be doing something <laughs> and, they, and they'd like catch me and I'd be like, yeah. Ah! Like, I, Yeah. <laughs> So I ain't dumb, but I am unlucky, so. <laughs> so, um, they basically make a lot of noise, bring you, draw you into them. Hey, bitch. And they can make themselves out to be, like, coyotes, wolves, dogs. Yeah. Dogs are actually pretty common. Um, people have shared stories where they I understand now. think that a dog has, it's their dog outside. Aww. And they go outside and they're like, what is wrong with my dog? Because it, it's like their dog, but not. Yeah, because it can't. It's almost it can't like exactly be exactly the same. Because then exactly that wouldn't be fair. Match up. So oh. it's it's almost like drawing something from memory where you're like, I think this is right, but something about it's off. You know what I'm saying? I'm so sure. So that's kind of the you know people have said they've heard someone call their name outside oh, no. and they go outside and no one's there and their their mom's like, oh, I didn't call you. I've been upstairs this whole time. So. Yeah, stuff like that. It's creepy. They will try and draw you out. I know. They'll try and draw you out. Um, They're very spooky. And they're kind of, I think this is, skinwalkers are gay icons, I'm going to say. Because they do not have genders. They can be female, male, anything in between. So they're they're non-binary and we fucking love them. Queen and kings. We fucking love them. Gay icons. Not queen and kings. Add that bitch to the fucking Babadook. Do you remember when the Babadook was a gay icon? No, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, I think I've heard of it though. That's my man. Like I've heard, I heard that joke. I think the Babadook why, is why? male. Oh, why? I okay. Have I've got to be honest with you. I've seen the movie. I don't really remember. Something happened. It was like a big thing. It was like God. Wasn't this when like Tumblr was around? I don't know. I think it was like I'd have to. I literally have not seen the movie. We will Google this later. But I know okay. the Babadook is a gay icon. If anyone knows why the Babadook is a gay icon, tweet us at Double Trouble Pod. That's not it. That's not our <laughs> If you know why the Babadook is a gay icon, please let us know at Double Trouble TC. That's our Twitter. Heck yeah, dude. I want to know us. why he's a gay icon because I love that man. I stand him. Stop. But <laughs> <laughs> that is basically skinwalkers, basically evil witches that possess animals, people, try to lure you out and fuck you up, basically. Um, they're, they're pretty fucking demonic. There's... I, they're known to not ever have good intentions, whether they are trying to trick you or kill you. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, there's never any good intentions behind them. They're meant to be completely evil, and that's why not only are the Navajo people so reluctant to share, but they're also, because there's that fear, which... When you know something, you're more likely to see it. You know what I mean? Well, and it's not even just, you know, Navajo. Like, it's all over. People will commonly say, you know, I was out in the middle of the woods in Wyoming, and I... There's this creature, and I don't know. So, and, you know, people say it's, like, tricks of the night, you know, whatever. Let it be a trick of the night. The creature of the night. So that kind of leads us into the story of Sarah Saganitso, I believe her name is. Okay. Um, this was a murder that occurred in Flagstaff, Arizona. That we think is a skinwalker? I gotta, Okay. Oh my god. There's some things that we have to explain here. I'm never going to Flagstaff again. 
<laughs> so there's things we have to explain here. This okay. is a cold case. It happened back in June of 1987. Oh, shit. Okay, we're probably good by now. That's not how that Sorry. works. That oh. is not how that works with skinwalkers. It's like, are they not around forever? They around forever. Oh, motherfuckers. Um, but, so Sarah was murdered in June of 1987. Oh. She was 40 Gemini years old. season. I know. I know. We're how just out here killing rude. people. Double-sided. We said skinwalker or murderer. Why not both? Dickhead. Mm-hmm. Murdering in Gemini season. I know. Fucking disrespectful. Dick. Non-binary. Yeah. Non-binary head. <laughs> So no head? <laughs> so no dick? Uh, <laughs> I don't have one of those. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, so Sarah was a 40-year-old, and she was a member of the Navajo tribe. She was a housekeeper at the Flagstaff Medical Center in Arizona. And when this happened, she was actually working her first late-night shift. Um, what had happened was she didn't come home. So the next morning, her family became worried and they went to the medical center, and that's actually when they found her body in a rocky area behind the medical center. Her face was actually so bruised that she was almost unrecognizable, mm-hmm. but they knew it was her. Yeah. Because they're her family member. Like a name tag or something? No, they, her family found her, so they, they were just like, oh, that has to, you know. Yeah, but she could have been wearing her uniform. I'm not sure, actually. The The details of this case are a little wonky since it's so know. old. Um, I'm just trying to put the pieces together. <laughs> Grind, solve us. Um, but yeah, so they discovered her body, and it was found that her torso had lots of stab wounds, like numerous stab wounds all Ooh. over. They appeared to be from a knife, supposedly. That's what the um, deputy's office said mm-hmm. in regards to the stab wounds. Um her left breast also appeared to have been bitten off. Exactly. So that's kind of where I mean, it gets a stop. little... It's a little... Her murder is very barbaric, very violent. However... Not cool. With all this physical violence, it appears she actually died of suffocation. Uh, I know. There, there was some evidence surrounding her. There wasn't much, but this is what they were able to find. Mm-hmm. They found a broken stick that was left on her neck. Uh-huh. Um, she had animal hair in and around her mouth, and there was a clump of grass that was thought to be from a graveyard um, in the distance. Um, they also found her car in that area. Mm-hmm. Her car was actually parked near the east wing of the hospital, but her body was found on the rocky hillside on the west. So there's a lot of distance traveled, so people are kind of like, why was she on that side? Yeah. What's going on? So honestly, there's a lot of mystery surrounding her death, mm-hmm. although... With the evidence that people find, they say, you know, the broken stick was a scepter, the animal mouth, the animal hair in her mouth, you know, that's signs of a skinwalker, and also a, a clump of grass from a graveyard. They So that kind of gives them the idea that this was some sort of a cult killing. Okay. Yes. Um, how, how do you put those things together? It's just what people thought. Oh. She, she is, she is uh, Native American, and so was her family, so... Um, they're Navajo, so. But, like, do they need those certain things to, I, or are they just signs I'm of? not really 100% sure. Okay. I'm sure there's, like, you know, some sort of a cult thing going on with that. Okay. I don't think it's for, like, a specific ritual or spell, though. Just curious. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't worry. Um, I understand that. Like I said, there's not a whole lot on this case. Um, so what had happened was, once they discovered her body, they actually arrested George Abney a former English professor from NAU. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they actually arrested her in September. Him. him, I'm sorry. They actually arrested him in September and tried him for Sarah's murder. Okay. So what had happened was... What's the evidence here? They did arrest him. And I will just say this beforehand. He did have a friend. I read some news articles. So I actually went back and read the old... Um, I think there was like an NAU and like a mm-hmm. Flagstaff Liberty Lumberjack uh, mm-hmm. article about it. Mm-hmm. But he did have a friend that said he was with me, you know, the whole time. He During the time when she was murdered, you know, her estimated time of death, he was with me. He wouldn't give much details on it. But by the time he went to police with that information, Abney had already confessed. Bruh. Yes. What so. a bad friend. Here's the issue, though. The confession was under pressure. Of course, it was coerced. People said, exactly. So people said, you know, he was railroaded, and he ended up confessing to the murder. Mm-hmm. But by his own admission, he said he was having difficulties distinguishing between dreams and reality. Yeah. So this is something that kind of plays into it. It's a little wonky. Abney was a devout Christian. He okay. believed he was receiving prophecies from God. Okay. So these dreams that he was having about her murder, he had actually seen like this murder before, supposedly, uh-huh. and has told had told his friends about this murder before. So these dreams and things like that, yeah, he had supposedly had before the murder. Now these are this is information coming from his friends and from himself after he's confessed to the murder. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of wishy washy. But that's the perspective. I could see how that would be confusing. Yes. For the person who confesses. Exactly. Especially if you're put under, like, duress. Exactly. And he was saying, you know, he had difficulty distinguishing between the dreams and reality. Yeah. Because of the fact, you know, if you dream about a murder and then it happens, you know, what's going on For there? sure. You don't even... Sometimes when you're dreaming, you don't even know you're dreaming. Exactly. You're like, this is real. And then you wake up and you're like, oh. Exactly. I do that all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of unsure of yeah. what that situation was. Um, his friends said that, you know, he had talked about it before and they also said they thought he needed to see a psychiatrist because he was stressed. They didn't go in any further into, you know, any mental illness I was stressed too if I was having dreams about the same person getting murdered. <laughs> exactly. So Ugh. I'm not sure about that situation, but basically what happens is he confessed, he gets arrested and the prosecution actually testified that the bite marks on her breast, on Sarah's breast, matched Abney's teeth. Now, I'm actually not sure if this is true. I'm not sure if any that testing was fake. done. I'm not able to find anything. It's a soft tissue, so I, frankly... Also, if it's ripped off, how do you, how can you even tell? I agree you with can't, you. That's not even I teeth imprints you. at that point. It's weird. It's weird. I really don't feel like that's accurate. So, they argued, you know, that he was having dreams about it. Those are his teeth, Mark. Like, he's got to be the one who does it. I mean, it was the 80s. So, exactly. It was the 80s. They're not 100% sure. Um, Abney's defense actually shot back, no, what if it's her, what if it's Sarah's ex? Because he was actually a member of the Native American church. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work out because he was actually proven to be at a sweat lodge in Tuba City on the night of her murder. Well, there's that. Exactly. So then they start saying it's a skinwalker. And the reason why they bring up a skinwalker is because she's part of the Navajo Nation and, you know, they believe in skinwalkers. They brought that up like in court? That. Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, so that's actually what the defense brought up as their second. So it was pretty interesting. So Mm -hmm. here's what happened. You know, they bring up the broken stick across her neck being some sort of scepter. What was that? Is, is her case tried 
on Navajo land, like by the Navajo Council, or was it in like a? I'm pretty sure this was in Flagstaff. I don't think it was actually tried by the um, council, okay. Okay. but the population there at the time. You know, okay. if you have a jury trial. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. Okay. Does that make sense? Just checking. Yeah, because I'm just trying to figure out the credibility of this this topic in a courtroom. It's. I honestly, I have to say it's kind of like the gay panic defense. Yeah. I don't agree with it, and I don't think it's a valid defense, but people have gotten away with it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. so what Sorry. happened was they claimed the broken stick across Sarah's neck was a scepter. The clump of grass was, you know, from a graveyard. Basically, they said, this is some form of black magic. There has to be some form of black magic behind this. It's a skinwalker. Unfortunately for Abney, no one believed no one believed that type of, yeah. you know, defense, even though it was the height of satanic panic when, you know, everyone was freaking out about I'm the devil and shit I'm and black still, magic. That's a very risky um, move to take as nobody, the defense. Nobody bought the defense. No. Um, and basically what they said is, you know, the teeth marks on her left breast appeared to belong to him and he was having unusual dreams about it. So he was... Oh, well, there you go. He's guilty. And he confessed on top of it, so... They said that was basically a confession. confession. They Mm -hmm. said it was a confession, and he was guilty as charged. What happened, though, a year later, he was actually acquitted and cleared of all charges. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's he probably got cleared because of the uh, confession under duress. Some faulty, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure there was an appeals process for that, because from the sound of it, he did get very much aggressively... Um, oh yeah, coerced into giving a confession. It's a brutal murder. Exactly. So I'm sure that the the yeah. police department really wanted to figure out who did it. But well, and his friends specifically had even said, you know, we think they're just getting him so they can, you know, put someone yeah. as a scapegoat or make someone out to be responsible. Right. So it's like I said, I you Again, know, it's you such want, an old case. You want I, to find the person who did it, but at the same time, exactly. it's not right to put away someone because they're not doing well mentally and you take advantage of that and get a confession out of them exactly you know what i mean so i'm not one to defend like killers but i that sounds a little it's literally it's a little unconstitutional wrong for me. it's literally yeah. against the constitution to mm-hmm. do a confession under duress mm-hmm. which is why i hate old crime shows because i'm like that's illegal yeah. I, i'm like mm, no so but that's he was cleared of all charges okay and surprisingly Sarah's family said that they actually believed abney's innocence yeah and the case was reopened in 1988 hmm no additional information. It's cold case. It's not been solved to this day. Hmm. So that is kind of the story of Skinwalkers and Sarah Saganitzo's murder. Hmm. It's not a lot, obviously. This is a shorter episode. But like I said, there's not much information uh-huh. on the murder itself or on Skinwalkers. I mean, if you guys want to hear more on Skinwalkers... Um, they're most commonly found like, oh, I was driving a dark road or something like that. You can find a lot of stories online or on Reddit. Oof. But pers- Careful what you search, though. I personally would not go about searching for that. Oh, it, it's pretty scary. The and more you search, the... F- they ugh. say, I mean, they literally say not to speak of them or not to talk of them because you acknowledging their presence will draw them towards you. I'm not it's acknowledging kind of like anyone. Ghosts. We have crystals, we're fine. I've got the black tourmaline on lock. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the cases that I could find that was actually, you know, from Arizona, like we are. And on top of that, where a skinwalker defense had been used. Yeah. So I know it's a little bit of a short podcast, you guys, but I just wanted to share as much as I could on skinwalkers and and that's our first spooky episode yeah i'm hoping maybe we'll do um 
I think it's pronounced Wendigos next. Oh. They're similar to Wendigos. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard. I know, it's so hard. I'm not Um, sure what it is. I could be wrong. I can Google the pronunciation, obviously. Mm. Um, But I think those are similar to skinwalkers and such. Yeah, I've heard of that. So, you know, you're supposed to not make a pact with them or anything like that or thank them for anything. So, I know. I'm not fucking. I ain't fucking with nobody. I only fuck with fucking rocks. You ain't in the crew. I ain't fucking with you. How are you gonna hate from outside of the club? You can't even, you can't get, even get in. Fuck Chris Brown. <laughs> Kill Chris Brown. Burr, 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 burr. burr. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So I guess that's getting to the end of it. We're kind of going off script here. Exactly. Um, but uh, we do want to let you know that you can shoot us an email at doubletroublepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. It's double.trouble.pod. Or you can shoot us a tweet uh, that is going to be double trouble TC. Perfect. All right. And remember, guys, we want you to stay out of trouble. But, but if, if you, you don't, make sure to keep it double. Burr, burr, burr.